0: subscribe to the hit that line podcast network Y'all ready for this? this is the gimme the hogs chuck podcast presented by weikert realtors the
1: griffin company just when i thought i was out they pulled me back in he is a loathsome offensive brute yet i can't look away this
0: is the business we've chosen We've struggled on pick and rolls. Your shot selection has to do with your transition defense. When you lose by 30, we could go all the way around the room and each of you could pick a different area and you would all be right. We stunk in all areas. Transition defense. What about Johnny Broom in the second half? I mean, I can go on and on. Yeah, we stunk. We got to get a lot better to even survive in this league. We got to get a lot better. We got to be a lot more competitive. With that, I will say you guys all saw how poorly we played, and there's a million things we could discuss, but we stunk in all those areas.
1: Well, that about sums it up when you get right down to it. There was no coulda, shoulda, woulda involved in that game Saturday, Bud Walton Arena, when people walked out of the building there was no debate about which team was better. Auburn put it on the Razorbacks, 83 to 51, largest loss for an Arkansas team in that building. And now they've got to play two road games this week. It was not the beginning that people had hoped for. And unfortunately, that's where we have to begin as we start a new week on the Gimme the Hawks Chuck Podcast, presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Suddenly it feels like wintertime again out there, but uh, we'll persevere. Razorbacks are going to travel tomorrow. They're actually going to spend the entire week on the road. They'll fly from Georgia to Gainesville, Florida, and take on the Gators there Saturday and then fly back. School's not resumed yet on the U of A campus, so that gives them the luxury of being able to do that. Obviously, I've work to do. Back on the practice floor today, we played Muss's cut to begin the show. He had a little bit more to say, and this is some of it after the ballgame Saturday.
0: Understanding how hard the SEC is, understanding the competitive nature, understanding the size, understanding the physicality, understanding the will to win. Give Auburn a ton of credit. They came in here. They kicked our butts. I mean, that's quite obvious. This uh, team has not resembled what we built the last four years from a competitive standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, from a loose ball-getting standpoint. So what are we gonna do? We gotta to try to figure it out as much as we can. Guys got opportunities and didn't cease the opportunities. 165 passes when our goal's 200. Again, we built something that I thought was really special. This group of guys has not carried on the tradition. We've gotta to try to continue to get
1: as, be- as best we can with the group that we have right now. See, I'll go back to maybe the first sentence of that clip understanding how hard it is to win in the Southeastern Conference. I thought Saturday, literally from the opening tip, that Auburn was the team that recognized what would be required to win a Southeastern Conference game, particularly on the road. And Arkansas did not have an understanding of what was going to be required to win a Southeastern Conference game, even at home. I thought Auburn was the aggressor. You know, Mus talked about you know, loose balls, uh, all the things that that come with winning basketball. Uh, they're just not doing them right now. Now, you know the, the the common phrase that a lot of people have 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 fallen back on is a off use phrase in sports. Got to figure it out. Hey, got to figure it out. Got to figure out what's going on. That coach has got to figure it out. That, that hitter in baseball has got to figure it out. It's a catch all, and it's kind of one of those crutch phrases i honestly think Muss has figured it out i mean he went over everything just a few minutes ago i mean he went through every aspect that a basketball team can have and gave him a less than passing grade and all of them so i think he understands what the issue is i'm not sure the players do and he's talked a lot about transferring practice to the games there's an issue there for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Obviously, if they could put their finger on it and correct it, they would have already done that. I can tell you from being around Mus for a little while now, you pretty much know what he thinks. He'll tell you what he thinks. And if he tells you that a team practices well, um, it's not coach speak. He's not a slave to coach speak. A lot of the things that – we played a few moments ago. You don't always hear coaches say right after a game. He's always candid in his, uh, in his assessment. But um, clearly this week is important. You know, my thought just from the outside looking in is, man, if you could split these two games this week, come back, then you've got AM and and you have got South Carolina at home. you got a chance to get back to the 500 mark, maybe get above the 500 mark. Now, I realize when you lose by 32 at home, that may be wishful thinking. But I kind of think that's where they are. Um, They're going to have to play their way in to the postseason. I think that's very evident now. They are going to have to earn it the hard way. And um, we'll begin to find out on Wednesday night if they're up for the challenge. There were some interesting results in the Southeastern Conference over the weekend. that Georgia team, that the Razorbacks are going to play Wednesday night one at Missouri beat them by seven up there the Florida team that the Razorbacks are going to play Saturday they played at home against Kentucky in their SEC opener they lost by two Kentucky came back and won 87-85 Florida led for I think about 30 of the 40 minutes and Kentucky came back and won it at the end those are the next two teams the Razorbacks will play the next home games against A&M And that to me may have been the most surprising result of the weekend lsu goes to texas a&m and wins 68 to 53 not sure exactly what that means i mean there are 17 more games to go but i was a little surprised by that south carolina won by six at home over mississippi state alabama by three at vanderbilt and tennessee kind of revealed old miss old miss was unbeaten ranked 22nd in the country tennessee lost three times but they were still ranked fifth the volunteers mauled them 90 to 64. razorbacks have to go to old miss this month early take and i mean a very very early take early returns as they would say tennessee kentucky and auburn had the best weekends I think those teams have a chance to be really good. Maybe Tennessee and Kentucky a little bit more than Auburn, but I I think Auburn's solid. They've got a nice mix of veteran players, and I think Bruce Pearl's got a pretty good team there. South Carolina and Georgia keep on winning. You know, Georgia goes to Mizzou and wins. South Carolina won at home. They keep on winning. And maybe LSU's a little bit better than they've been. You know, we, and again, I thought A&M would win that game. But LSU not only won, but they won by 15. You know, A&M either has real problems scoring or LSU has improved by leaps and bounds defensively from a year ago. Now, again, these are about as early returns as you could have. You know, 17 more weeks. Uh, but um, it was an interesting weekend. It'll be... You know, Tuesday and Wednesday nights, midweek games are going to be important. And again, Arkansas with two road games this week, you got to find a way uh, to come back, to come back home with a win. It's not catastrophic if you're 0 3, but it certainly does give you a real idea of what's got to happen and it, and it may not give you a real good thought in terms of the possibility of that happening. So, I think you can just look at the numbers and understand what's going on right now. All right, before we move on, speaking of looking at the numbers and knowing what's going on right now, if you're in the real estate game, it's really the time to pay attention, and I know they're doing that at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I've talked to you a lot about real estate pros, lines of communication, all of those things. They're really important right now. You all, we all pay attention to what's going on in the news, housing market, interest rates, inflation, all of those things play a role in uh, buying and selling homes right now and you know sometimes you got to move you got to sell that house whether you've been transferred or suddenly your family's grown you got to get bigger or kids have moved away you're looking to downsize you want someone who first keeps an open line of communication understands exactly what you are looking for and then commits with a plan to help you reach those goals and that's what they do at Weicker Realtors the Griffin company that was my experience When I talk about them, I speak from experience as both a buyer and a seller. My experience was good, and I think yours will be, too. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. And you can always log on to wankergriffin.com. Well,
0: that's a great question and a great point, Chuck. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action remember to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts
1: Basketball bright spot for the weekend, at least in terms of Razorback fans. The Arkansas women demolished Georgia 83-43 at Bud Walton Arena on Sunday. Their record's 13-4 now. They're 1-1 in conference play. Michaela Daniels had 24 points. It was the third largest margin of victory in an SEC game in school history. The Razorbacks led 49-18. At halftime, this was Mike Neighbors when it was over. Our defense led to our offense. We really, really took care of it and shared it. And then we made a few, and that built our confidence. I thought our defense led to confidence on offense. And at halftime, we went to the locker room. We really didn't say anything. It was really literally one of those days as coach, you walk in, you're like, don't mess this up. So you don't say anything other than they're going to increase the intensity. Don't let that turn to pressure. You know, there's a difference, in in my opinion, between them pressuring us and just turning up the intensity. And they did. We knew they would come at us, but I thought we weathered it. And not only weathered it, but I thought we took the punch and then punched back. Long way to go for everybody in basketball right now. Men, women, I mean, we're just getting started in terms of conference season. But here's the thing about it. You know, Arkansas, and I'll just take the men, for example, right now. You know, they played 14 games. They've got 17 to go. And these 17 are going to happen in nine weeks. You know, nine weeks from today, the season, at least in terms of the regular season, will be over. For the women, I guess they will have just played their conference tournament. And for the men, they'll be getting ready to play the conference tournament. It'll be SEC tournament week. You played 14 games in the first nine weeks. You'll play, I guess, 17 games in the last eight, eight and a half now. So it happens quickly. And as we've discussed before, that can be good and bad. If you are in a bad swing, if you're going through a a bad spell – you better get out of it pretty quickly, or it can spiral in a big hurry. And on the other side, if you get hot, if you're playing good basketball, you win five of six in a hurry because you're going to be playing twice a week. Arkansas, again, you look at the numbers. I mean, all you have to do is just pay attention to where they are, look at the record, what's upcoming. Uh, it's not going to be an easy chore. Again, they're going to have to play their way into the postseason. They're going to have to do that anyway. Uh, but they're really going to have to do it now because when you look at net rankings, total wins, losses, uh, the numbers don't really favor the Razorbacks at this point. All right, the Bet Saracen apps, speaking of numbers. I know people are getting ready for a national championship football game tonight. You got NBA. You got all kinds of stuff going on in the sporting world. You got SEC basketball, including the Hogs on Wednesday night. If you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you're missing out. If you're one of those who likes to make a wager on your favorite team or just wager on the game you're watching, the Bet Saracen app is the app where you need to be. They've got in game betting, they've got parlays, exotic bets, chances or opportunities, I guess would be the better way to put it, to place a wager on your favorite Razorback as they play their game. That's why it's Vegas Arkansas style and why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. If you've not downloaded it, do so today. They've got a how to play video. They'll get you ready to go with the Saracen app. Couple of NBA notes before we go. Moses Moody 21 points in 22 minutes for Golden State on Saturday night. They lost to Toronto. Golden State struggling to win games right now. 17 and 19 on the outside looking in in terms of the playoff teams. Now we're not even at the halfway mark. But Golden State uh, struggling to get to and uh, then stay above 500. And also uh, tonight, Isaiah Joe, Jalen Williams, and the Oklahoma City Thunder in our nation's capital. They'll play Daniel Gafford and the Washington Wizards tonight. Gafford's averaging 10.5 and 7.5. The Wizards, though, have the second-worst record in the Eastern Conference. All right, that's enough for today. Uh, Basketball on Wednesday night. Again, the Hawks travel tomorrow. Wednesday night, going to have to get a nap in, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. That means 9 o'clock in Georgia. The Razorbacks, you want to talk about sitting around in the hotel all day. They're going to play at 9 o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday night against the Bulldogs. So full week ahead, and we'll talk Wednesday. Until then, thanks for listening.
0: Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online.
1: This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent.